How was your three-day weekend? It's fucking amazing. Um, we took some time to finally show me some movies that I have never seen before. Ooh. Um, so every day has been new movie day. So we watched Happy Gilmore. Oh my god. <laughs> um, which I've never seen. How did you feel about it? I actually really enjoyed it. Like, I, I, you, I always get kind of mm, about watching older comedies because I'm kind of, I don't want to hear loads of gay jokes and stuff. Right. But Happy Gilmore holds up pretty well. Like, yeah. I mean. It's not that bad. So that was, that's probably the movie I saw the most as a kid. So I knew that, I know that movie pretty well. And yeah, I think it holds up. Uh, I tried to, when we were at my parents' house, tried to get Matt to watch it. And he was like, nah. Uh, Happy Gilmore. He it's just, pretty good. He just shook his head at me like that guy in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointedly. Uh, no, it's pretty good. I enjoyed Happy Gilmore. And then we watched Alien. Oh, you haven't seen Alien? Nope. It's a horror movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, I handled myself through Alien pretty well. It's weird seeing John Hurt as a young man. <laughs> I yeah. always just see him as an old man in my head. And then it's like, there he is, a young dude. And I was like, wait, is that John Hurt? Wait a second. So that was kind of wild. Um, did enjoy know. Alien very much. Uh, Dumb and Dumber enjoyed that less so. I've never seen that um, one, actually. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's Jim Carrey just carries the whole thing. Like, yeah. Which, if you enjoy seeing Jim Carrey at the height of his career, it's worth watching. Um, he carries it. And then um, today we're going to watch... Um, I'm sure we watched a different movie as well yesterday, but if we did, I don't remember what it was. Today we're going to watch Predator and... Uh, what was the other one? Con Air. Oh, yeah. I've seen some of Con Air on TV. I think I've seen Predator once and that's it. Um, I don't remember much except the mud part chase says that predator is more an action movie than a horror movie so i should if i handled alien i should be able to handle predator pretty well yeah and uh i haven't brought up my hot take of alien versus predator is good actually so i think you have you have (laughs) mentioned it a couple of times but not not in a while i meant yeah (laughs) but uh if you if you can handle alien i think aliens you'll be good with because that's, again, mm-hmm. more of an action movie. And then Alien vs. Predator. And then stop. <laughs> I did see Prometheus. <laughs> like, each, when it came out, I saw Prometheus. I went to the cinema to see it with someone. Man, that was a wild ride. Was, was it you who said you were covering your face most of the time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just had my eyes closed for, like, most of the movie. Because I, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. It was too much. Fuck, Ridley Scott really does have a thing about disembodied heads. Like, he just... I don't know what it is about disembodied heads that he's so into, but it's a its a whole thing. Um, we had friends visiting this weekend, and we kind of talked about um, different directors' styles, since you brought up Ridley Scott, and how there should be a film festival that just consists of different directors' take on Fast and the Furious. Oh my god. <laughs> so you got... Uh, Steven Spielberg, James Cameron, Ridley Scott, um, Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael Bay. I mean, we already have that. <laughs> it's called Transformers, and it's magical. Yeah. Um, just that would be so interesting to see. Like, like 
just tell them watch all of the Fast and Furious movies, write I a don't script, think at this point and you make need to it. watch all of the Fast and Furious movies to make a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> or give like give because- each of them one. Okay, Steven Spielberg, you're going to watch the first movie and then make a sequel to it, all right? Because I watched Fast 9, and honestly, anybody could have written that. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, 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 the pre-treatment that they give the writer is, okay, Vin Diesel has to save the world, there are lots of fast cars, do whatever <laughs> the fuck else you want. Pretty like, doesn't matter if it defies the laws of physics, doesn't matter if people would be severally dead... Do you know how electromagnets work? Don't worry, nobody in the audience will either. We hope, <laughs> fingers crossed. Like, yeah, Fast 9 was dumb. Yeah, the only part of a Fast and Furious I've seen is the part where The Rock pulls down a helicopter through the sheer force of his forearms. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's all like that. Like, actually, the okay, so my thing about Fast and Furious is the first movie is actually really good. It has a super solid plot, like, it's interesting, it's believable, like, it could happen. But my problem is, I went straight from Fast 1 to Fast 9. (laughs) (laughs) And whatever happened in between Fast 1 and Fast 9, it's like seven degrees of separation. Like, I don't understand how we got from here to here, and at this point I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, I feel like that should be our next our next podcast series is just analyzing all of the fasts and the we furiouses. Just watch all the fast and furious <laughs> movies. Jeez. That would be that would be a whole thing. Yeah, like I'm sure that there are rewatch podcasts. It seems like the oh, the yeah. worst idea ever or whatever the one is where they rewatch um the New Zealand guys who do uh who do um Paul Blart 2 with the McElroys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have one where they watch um, Grown Ups 2 every week <laughs> for a year. Every week. Jesus. Sounds like you could do that with Fast and Furious movies. Just watch them in order yeah. every week. Just over and over again. For, not all of God them. Damn. One a week every week for a year. Jesus. <laughs> I think my brain would just fall out my ears at that point. Like, I was sitting in the cinema and there's this bit with electromagnets, right? Now I know how electromagnets work. Nobody in that film cares if you know how electromagnets (laughs) work. Electromagnets will work how Vin Diesel wants electromagnets to work. That's how it's going to (laughs) be. So there were just lots of instances where it was, they were very specifically applying the laws of electromagnets to exactly the one thing they wanted to magnetize. (laughs) And to hell with everything else. I was like, okay, everybody would be dead here if they turned this electromagnet on. Because people have keys in their pockets, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like... This is stupid. Metal fillings, earrings, like... That took me right out. Like, I, at that point, I was willing to suspend my disbelief until the electromagnets. And then I was like, okay, I'm out. This is too much now. I can't, in all good faith, continue watching this movie <laughs> and believe that this could happen. <laughs> like... No, this is not how electromagnets work. And it will never be how electromagnets work, no matter how many times you tell me that this is how electromagnets work. It's not. <laughs> well, hello, and welcome to Are You Serious? <sighs> a Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and I know how electromagnets work. And this is episode 70. <laughs> That's our new intro. <laughs> Esme, I know how electromagnets work. I, uh, I have a very exciting update. And it's an update on Emma the Asshole for telling another gym member to wear a bra. (gasps) Yay, my hero. 
Yeah, very excited for this one. Um, she starts with, Thanks so much for all the feedback on my OP. A couple people said it was just a validation post, but to be honest, after you go off on someone like that publicly, getting a lot of attention, you do kind of feel like an asshole, even when it, you feel it's justified. So, yeah. I, fin I finally did start wearing bras again. Not at all because of this incident, but because I'd been dealing with depression that made me not really try to get dressed in general, not just at the gym. And dressing for success has been a small way to try and get myself back into a better place mentally. Anyway, the guy goes to the gym roughly the same time I do most days, so unfortunately I did have to see him again. Even though I really wanted to grab his bar out of fake concern while he was squatting, I mostly ignored him. Until two days ago. Oh no. I was deadlifting and recording myself to check my form. The guy comes over and says something like, You know sumo is cheating, right? What? So sumo is a particular... <laughs> I went into the comments for this. It's a particular kind of deadlift where your yeah. feet are wide and your arms are really, your hands are close together on the bar. Mm -hmm. And it's better for people with longer limbs. Anyway. Okay. I get this comment a lot, mostly from men half joking. And it's annoying. But I just completely ignore him. He repeats it a little louder and I continue to ignore oh, him. I guess he sees that I was recording myself because then he asks if I have an Instagram. I don't post my lifts on Insta, and if he could follow me, I keep ignoring him. My God. <laughs> Finally, he says something like, see, your form is so much better now that you're wearing a bra, and I fucking <sighs> lost it again. I screamed at him that he's a disgusting, harassing piece of shit. Honestly, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was admittedly very vulgar and got a lot of attention. A worker came over and asked if something was wrong, and I said that the guy was sexually harassing me for two weeks and asked to speak to a manager. The guy denied it and said he was just trying to help and that I was being sensitive. But either way, the manager asked what was going on and got both our stories. Because I had been recording my lifts, I actually had a video of him where he commented on my bra. There we go. So the manager gave him a 30-day ban and told me if he ever bothered me again to let her know, and she would permanently ban him. Yay! So I feel kind of vindicated, but I also feel a little frustrated that just one man actually saw consequences for this kind of behavior towards women in the gym. It's nice to see someone have repercussions for their actions, but it's also exhausting dealing with this kind of thing constantly at the gym, even if it isn't quite as overt. But I guess I'll have to keep calm and lift on. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Guys, wait until, like, if you're going to talk to somebody at the gym... Which you shouldn't do, by the way, because nobody wants to talk to you at the gym. Everybody's doing their own thing. Wait until they're outside the gym. Like, when they've finished all their sets and they've done all of that. And be polite. Be nice. Don't start being a douchebag and saying, oh, can I pull you on? Like, no. Fuck off. Since we did that post last week, we've had so many gym problems. <laughs> yeah, we've been texting each other and being like, like... Okay, the day after, and I didn't even mention this on the pod because we haven't recorded since then, but the day after or the week of that happening, a guy came over to me to show me how to use the, uh, or to show me that the safety bars on the squat rack exist. And I was like, okay, it's, it's on a rail, but thanks, I guess. And so that was super annoying. And then had some other people crowding in on my shit like there was a woman who put her bench so close to my squat rack that i couldn't squat all the way down because it was like it was touching the, the squat rack. yeah and there was like she was trying to use the the leg press at the same t like she was alternating which is fine i i mean i do hate it when people do that because you should use one machine at a time yeah, to be honest selfish if you use two yeah but 
there was so much room on the other side. I had no clue why she was had to be so close to me. There was like seriously like seven or eight square feet of of empty space on the other side of the press. So I wonder if she thought that if she put her bench there, you would think, oh, I need to leave and stop doing this because she wants to use the squat rack. But she like so I asked her like, do you need the bench or how many more do you have on the bench? And she said, you know, I just got started. So. I did a different act, uh, work. I did a different um, lift instead, and then mm. she let me take the bench when she was done. Weird, weird. Yeah, that was bizarre. And then I had this woman. Oh my god! <laughs> this woman came in in like full visor, uh, like shorts and leggings, like all kitted out. Nails were so long, so long. And she came directly onto the bike beside me. I'm, I look as aggressive as possible when I'm at the gym <laughs> so that people don't come up to me. So I've got my mask on and I'm just like uh, 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 pounding the bike. She comes to the bike directly next to me and is just pure screaming her conversation down the phone at this other person. Like, like she doesn't understand that phones have microphones. Like she thinks that she has to shout the mile distance. Um, so much so that I couldn't hear my podcast through my headphones and I looked at her and she saw me and she went oh and then she she lowered it a little bit and then she was right back at normal volume as soon as I turned my head and she was there for 15 minutes I think she cycled for two minutes and then she went off to the weight benches and was having continued her conversation at the weight bench. She wasn't there to work out. She was just there to chat on the phone. And it, I, okay, if you're working out and you're chatting, fine. If you're just there to scream at somebody down the phone, just go away. Go outside. Take your phone call outside. It's free to make a phone call from your home. <laughs> like, or your car. It's also free to finish your phone call in your car, right? Like, you don't have to come in and disrupt everybody else. <sighs> Fucking hell. Yeah, just, I. that's one thing I can't, I just don't, this is a problem I have that I know is not necessarily a virtue, but I don't like when people lack self-awareness or common courtesy in, yeah. in a way that winds up being overly critical. But in this case, like, there's signs at gyms, most gyms say that you can't talk on the phone except for in the lobby. But it's dangerous to talk on the phone when you're using exercise equipment. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. But she wasn't really using the exercise equipment. It was just a place to sit while she could chat. So <sighs> yeah, and that was very irritating. And in this guy's case, an OP's case, like, so he said, you know, Sumo is cheating. You know, Sumo is cheating. Then says, hey, do you have an Instagram? Can I follow you? And she just keeps ignoring him. And then says, see, your form is so much better now that you're wearing a bra. After she had already shit on him the last time he made the, that kind of comment. I don't like how he comes up and every single comment he makes is just aggressive. Yeah. Like, passive aggressive. Oh, you know Sumo is cheating. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like to cheat. Don't talk to me. You're still <sighs> lifting the same amount of weight the same distance. Like... How can it be cheating? There might be a medical reason why she has to lift Zuma. Like, you don't know. He's just deliberately trying to antagonize her. That's what the problem is. Like, if he was coming up and he was saying, Oh, can I can I see your sumo form? Because I haven't I haven't seen anybody do it before. Will you show me? That might be like a nicer way to approach somebody to have a conversation. Just coming up and saying, Oh, sumo's cheating. <laughs> like, fuck off, my dude. <laughs> Nobody cares what you think. What are you, the weightlifting police? Fuck off. 
And in my case, the guy at least was like, hey, do you mind if I give you some advice? And you could tell he was really trying to be nice, but like, also, don't do that. <laughs> you, can, yeah, you can have the just... best of intentions. And uh, to my discredit, I did say sure, because that's easier. <laughs> like most of yeah. the time to be like, yeah, well, sure, go ahead, say whatever you want to say. You also don't want to assume the worst in people who are coming up to you, right? He might have had something important to say to you, like, oh, it's actually really dangerous if you don't do this, yeah. so just make sure that's on next time. I just saw it and I thought you might not know. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, this guy's coming up to me because he wants to harass me. Yeah. You want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but then they just keep proving themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair to my guy, that was somewhat helpful because there is no mirror where I squat. So mm -hmm. that is actually helpful because if I don't have a mirror, I don't squat as low because I get like nervous. So yeah, that was at least like helpful advice. But unless you think someone is actually going to hurt themselves, just leave them alone. Right. So. The, like, the the gym staff is there for a reason, right? That's their job. I can Google it. Right. Google exists, so. Yeah, I'm glad that he got uh, some consequences. I'm glad he got banned, yeah. But I think, I don't like, it's not a ban, it's a suspension. It's not a ban, it's a suspension. But now it is, so after, for 30 days, she's going to feel great in the gym. Then after 30 days, she's always going to be looking over her shoulder for, is this guy here? Uh, and now it is her responsibility to, like, say something. And he's going to be, it, yeah. yeah, he's going to be glaring daggers at her. They should have just banned him. Yeah. So that's but, annoying. You know, but hey, something happened. Yeah. There were some consequences to his actions. That's important. <laughs> All right. So a semi-happy update-ish, um, I guess. I guess. Now, this is the one where I will need... So this this one is rage-inducing. Okay. But it has a semi-happy update, and I have two dead donkeys afterwards. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. That's how we're playing this weekend. Feed the rage. All right. Um, OP is 32, his wife is 31, and his child is four. Okay. Am I the asshole for straightening my daughter's hair without my wife's permission? Depends. Depends. You're going to love these first few sentences. Oh, no. I have a four-year-old daughter. Let's call her Gracie. Gracie is half black, her mother being African-American. Fuck. Then it was definitely <laughs> the wrong thing to do. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Like, uh, I'll, I'll say it later. Yeah. Let's get through it. The actual post is short, but then there's like a billion updates. Her mother overall handled all of Gracie's hair care and taught me how to do simple styles, but even those... Simple styles were difficult. My mm -hmm. wife ended up going on a vacation with her friends to celebrate her friend's birthday, and my mother came over to visit. I hadn't done Gracie's hair in a few days, so it became nappy and unmanageable. Oh my god. When, it, when I tried to comb her hair, the comb broke. Mm -hmm. My mother said that I should get my daughter a perm so her hair would be more manageable, so I took her to a salon and got it permed. No. Presumably perma-straightened, not perma-curled. My wife got home, and when she saw our daughter, she was livid. She screamed at me and then at my mother for even suggesting that, but I think she's overreacting because it's just hair. Then she brought up our wedding. My mother had tried to get my wife to straighten her hair for the wedding. Oh my god. But my wife refused because she wanted her natural hair on her wedding day so it could be as natural as possible. Fuck. My mother often comments on my wife and daughter's hair, and I agree with my mother. 
But now my wife's telling me that perms chemically burn and damage hair to change the texture and that I damaged our daughter's hair. Now she's you thinking did. of getting our daughter's hair cut so her hair can heal from the damages, but I still think she's overreacting. Besides, I don't want my daughter's hair to be cut. She looks so cute now. <gasps> Am I the asshole for straightening my daughter's hair without my wife's permission, oh. even though Gracie is my daughter too? All right. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, African-American or Afro-American hair is its own thing, right? You have zero right to tell anybody with that kind of hair what they should be doing with their hair. You 100% also do not sit and go, oh, well, it's too difficult. Let me just perma straighten it. You fucking moron. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so in my family, my mom has like really Afro hair. Like, have I sent, have I shown you pictures of my mom in the 70s and in the 80s? No. It's like Marge Simpson. It's massive, like tall, huge, wild. And... In order to kind of manage it better, she got it perma-straightened. Oh my god, it destroyed her hair. She had to have it all, like, chopped off, and yeah, it was bad. Everything was bad. The the stigma around black hair is... And not just black hair. People with naturally curly hair. People will just come up to me and be like, Do you, do you make it look like that? Fuck off! No, this is just what it looks like. Leave me the fuck alone. Why are you asking me? Like, this is just my hair. Stop it. People will touch it. Like, they'll just come up and put their hands in it. I nearly actually punched a child uh, on the bus for just putting his hands in his, my hair and just scrunching his hands. Yeah. And his mother wouldn't stop him. And I was like, are you going to do something about this? Because I'm going to. And she was like, oh, he just thinks your hair is really pretty. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want your kid's fucking fingers in it. So stop. Jesus. Um, just, oh my god, leave black hair alone. Black hair is for black people to decide what they want to do with it. It's not for you. Fucking hell. And just the way that he <sighs> describes it, it's like, even though it's too difficult, it became It's really difficult. I and, think she looks pretty now. Yeah. Like, fuck you. And using the word no, nappy is, uh, bad. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and just... A grown-ass man in his 30s deciding with his mother over his wife is uh, not a good sign. But also the fact that the mother tried to get the wife to straighten her hair for the wedding. Yeah. Like, don't comment on people's bodies in general unless it's a compliment on something that they can control. It's like, but specifically for, like, Afro hair, Afro hair is so, like, people just think that it's so gross. I can't think of a different way to describe it. They think it's really unprofessional and unkempt and that it's smelly and people with dreadlocks, they just don't want to look after them. All that kind of stuff. The association between natural black hair and neatness. Yeah. Or like, um, not even neatness, like status. Professional, quote unquote. Professionalism. Yeah. Is like, just gross anyway. So when he's like, oh, she looks pretty now, I was like, oh my god, dude. Do you realize what you're doing or are you really just stupid? <sighs> That's so annoying to me. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, she's your daughter too. She's not your mom's daughter. So maybe right. listen to your wife about her hair care. And the wife has tried to teach him. She hasn't just said, oh, this is our thing. She said, look, this is how you take care of it, and this is going to keep it nice, and this is what I'm going to have to do. Fucking hell. 
This guy doesn't, doesn't even, even condition his own hair, I bet. Right, he doesn't even realize that straightening hair damages it because he's a fucking tool. Yeah, like, that's <sighs> not hard. That's not hard that's... to figure out. Right. He's just an idiot. Jesus Christ, how do people like these get married? I know. Fucking hell. So, you're the asshole, dude. Um, mm, yeah, there's 100%. three edits. Okay. Edit one. I've read the comments and came to a realization about my marriage and my wife, and now I just feel horrible. Yes. My wife has mentioned in passing about her childhood and was always vague about it, but after overhearing a conversation between her and my mother-in-law, I just realized how much I truly messed up. My wife is dark-skinned and tall, and she got bullied for that, along with her hair. She went to a predominantly white school in Bogalusa, and that made herself... That, and that made her hate herself and her looks for a while. My god, my wording was horrible too. My wife is beautiful and so is my daughter and their hair isn't a problem. I'm the problem and so is my mother. Yes, self-awareness. <laughs> After hearing oh my, my wife's conversations about me and my mother, I realized that my mother is a bully and I'm just a drone slash follower. My mother constantly picked on my wife and I just stood by and blindly agreed because she's my mom. But that woman who I married is my wife, and I should have protected her from my own ignorance and my mother's ignorance. Mm -hmm. I took something that she took pride in and belittled it. I was too lazy to learn and took my mother's advice. Hell, my mother said so many cruel things that I didn't think twice of until I read these comments. She's always made sure my daughter didn't play outside when she'd go over... <gasps> to her house because she didn't want her oh to be darker like her mother god what how do you not notice that that's bad yeah right jesus and that comment Fuck made me uncomfortable but i took it as a weird joke what i'm cutting my mother off and i'm going to apologize to my wife and daughter and start watching hair tutorials again i'm also going to sign up for a hair braiding class when the pandemic has slowed down once more God, I'm a horrible husband and father. When my wife is willing to talk to, I won't force her. I'll apologize, and if she wants to leave me over this, it'll hurt like hell, but I'll understand. I've just pushed her to the sidelines for so long and couldn't even see it. I'm the asshole here. The biggest asshole here. Fucking hell, the mother. She's fucking Lucille Bluth. What is this shit? Like She's the most racist-ass fucking shit I've ever heard. Oh my god. God. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she left you over this because... Yeah, it's... because he's allowed his family to be racist to her. I cannot believe that she has put up with it for this long. To her and their kid! Like, fucking hell. How do you not even notice that? I just thought it was a weird joke. You're a fucking idiot. Like... Gold Star for finally realizing, but too little, too fucking late. Yeah, Gold Star is like the first time, and this was the fiftieth time, or probably more. So no, like, like red flag when your mother was talking about your wife straightening her hair at the at the wedding, like the wedding. Yeah. God damn. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, the second edit is the worst one, because the mother goes off the rails, so... God, trigger okay. warning for gay slurs. Wow. <laughs> and pivot. <laughs> She's a versatile bigot. <laughs> she just takes all those bigot boxes. Oh my god. I just got off the phone with my mother. My wife listened Why? in on the phone call. I didn't realize that she was in the living room with me until she put her hand on my shoulder during the call. My mother is, well, livid. 
She freaked out on me and threatened to call CPS when I told her I didn't want her coming around my wife and daughter and refused to even try to understand what we did wrong. I like how he says what we did wrong. Thank you. Yes, that's good. Thank you. Then I mentioned the damage that the perm could cause to my daughter. I read a small article by a black-owned hair care company about child childhood perm horror stories, along with the history behind her perms let me take that i read a small article by a black owned hair care company about childhood perm horror stories along with the history behind perms and i'm just disgusted with myself and my mother and my mother said my wife was being a drama queen when i told her my daughter might need a haircut behind this she flipped out and said i won't my i won't let my granddaughter look like a bull uh de-slur for a lesbian <laughs> And I was mortified. She said she'd take my daughter from me and my wife and raise her the way God intended. This what caused a screaming match. Hell. My wife put her hand on my shoulder in the midst of it and took the phone from me and told my mother that if she comes to our home again, the police will be called. And then she hung up. I put our baby to bed and then we talked. My daughter and wife are beautiful and I don't understand for the life of me how I thought those horrible things. Maybe it was like that SNL sketch, Diet Racism. Hearing those things from your parent and just blindly listening, no matter how horrible it sounds. My wife is still mad at me, rightfully so, but she told me that she isn't leaving me over this. She said I have a lot to learn and that if I want this relationship to last, I need to open my eyes and realize that the world I live in is different from the one she lives in and different from the world our daughter will live in. Mm-hmm. I'm horrified at myself and horrified at my mother. My father called a few moments ago, but I ignored the call. I'll talk to him in the morning about this. Thank you for talking some sense into me, and I thanked my wife for staying with me, even though she doesn't have to. <laughs> Tomorrow we are asking our baby girl if she wants a haircut. Knowing her, she'll want to get one like her uncle. He has these cool designs shaved into the side of his head. If she wants that, she can have that. She's my world, and I refuse to ever be this ignorant and harmful to her ever again. Oof. <laughs> Oh, fucking mother, Jesus Christ. Psych, I just imagine him trying to, like, stab this giant dragon and she gave this final screech and, like, (laughs) (laughs) Good move on the wife for, like, literally everything. She's a saint. I I appreciate how she allowed the husband to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. How she allowed OP to do this for himself, to call out his own mother, rather than her doing it and looking like the bad guy. Yeah. And then when it started getting over the top, she was like, don't come, the police will be here, goodbye. Like, she handled this like a champ. Um, But I suppose for her, this has been a long time coming, right? Like, Yeah, it seems like he's at least, like, waking up to what, like, the world of the amount of things that people are racist about. I think a lot of people, too, think that just because racism isn't as overt anymore, that it doesn't exist. Right. Like, if you're not experiencing it, microaggression and all that kind of shit, I can understand how you would assume that people aren't really racist anymore, and that people who are still campaigning about racism are talking it out of their asses. But racism is alive and well, guys. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In lots of different places. And it's not just in people just outwardly calling each other the n-word it's in stuff like hair and hair care if you want to see a really good video about um the racism that people don't notice about black hair john oliver did a great um segment about it a couple of weeks ago yeah that was a good one he talks about yeah he talks about how um all the black hair care products in walmart were behind locked glass and um even though some of them are cheaper than like 
white or non-black hair oh, care products. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because um, I had a real doozy of a time trying to find curly hair products in Walmart uh, until I realized they were all behind the case. And I was like, huh, weird. I wonder. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't wonder anymore. So, yeah, it, it's really good. It was a few weeks, a couple of months ago. Um, so if you want to check that out, I would recommend it. Because if you don't understand the kind of microaggression around not even just black hair, but curly hair. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that it's... there's this particular part in the segment where this guy is trying to be supportive, I think. It was like on a Zoom call. It was a city council mm-hmm. meeting or something. And he was basically like, you people are beautiful. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah so i feel like it covers a lot of really good ground um as far as like what what not to do <laughs> friend of the show john Oliver, not actually friend of the show i wish he was my friend um i think i think we'd we'd, we'd have fun in the pub me and john oliver <laughs> just griping about shit um i'd love to see and that. singing lion king songs um so yeah it uh it's it's fun it's a fun time um, don't touch people's hair is, is the is the best uh, advice I can give people. Hey, if you see somebody with nice curly hair, don't put your fucking hands in it. Okay. There was this um, wrestler, a high school wrestler, and he was, I believe, in a sister, like a nearby district to us, and he was wrestling at the um, private school that's very close to my high school, and they made him cut his dreads off. Or I believe uh, there's a segment in the John Oliver one about that too. I I, I believe in uh, this case I'm mixing those two up because that other one was in Florida and they made him cut mm-hmm. his dreads like right there. They did it like right there. Yeah, yeah. and in our case, um, he wasn't. He just wasn't allowed to play because he refused. And it was yeah, this, I refused. This was after the Florida thing, so I don't understand how people don't hear about this and like realize this is going to give you bad press. But because yeah. they didn't actually cut his hair, it didn't really make that much news. Because he just said, okay, no. And that was kind of the end of it. And it's a private school, so there's not really anything that the public can do about it. Yeah. So, yay. Okay, here's the final edit. Okay. My wife and I arranged for our daughter to spend the night at my mother-in-law's house. Good. <laughs> and couples therapy will be in the near future. The comments sections have certainly given me many perspectives of how horrible my words and actions are. I won't be doing any more replies or edits because this is a throwaway account. I think that's the right term for this. My mother has called the house multiple times from my sister's phone. My sister is 25 and lives for drama, so now the whole family on my mother's side is blowing up my phone with many mixed opinions, most of which are horrible. It's funny. The only family member whose opinion reflects this comment section's common consensus is the one who is disowned a few months ago. Mm, well mm, actually funny. <laughs> that's not funny it shows how messed up my family is thank you for all these replies no matter harsh or mean they might seem i needed this jesus still an God. asshole for what Damn. you did but at least you're learning from your behavior yeah you don't automatically stop being an asshole because you realize you were an asshole like you have to atone for that and then people will move on or not um but yeah jesus fuck yeah it seems like hang out with the that one family member who has the good take, and then the rest of them say goodbye and block them all. So there is no reason for keeping racist family members around you ever. Like even if you're not going to marry somebody who is of a different race, you like just don't keep them around you. It's just a bad time. Yeah. So God. that's I guess and okay. The 
I mean, it's it's wild after the year that we've had. People are not waking. Like, it takes a personal example for people to wake up to this kind of thing. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's hard to educate yourself about all the things that are racist. Because there's a lot of them. I get it. There's a lot of racist things in the world. <laughs> but if uh. you literally listen to your wife like he was just like right and eh, you know it's fine that's just the way she is it's like no your wife no. is saying stuff about this person and so maybe you should listen to her just think that if you're not yeah like i said before if you're not personally experiencing it's hard to believe that other people are experiencing it and it's easy for you to turn around and go well that's an overreaction if you hear one story out of many hundreds um that, that that person has probably experienced and not told you about. Like, racism doesn't happen one time. It happens continuously from different angles. And yeah, it's, uh, <sighs> it's, a, it's a riot. It's a constant battle. Yeah. And it's a good time. It's a good time, Hapayol. I'm glad that he is, he's like couples therapy because it seems like they both need to learn how to communicate better or at least Mm -hmm. he should learn how to listen to the words that she's saying better (laughs) he needs to be able to be to to be more empathetic yeah like it's not just that he was ignoring her it's that he was saying that she was overreacting to stuff yeah which is like a huge red flag that was not an overreaction like that is actually a problem and he just needs to educate himself better yeah um, the internet is, uh, has a wealth of resources, guys. Yeah, it seems like he already did read that article, so that's yeah. good. And then, you know, start with the John Oliver thing, and then maybe mm-hmm. whatever social media you're on, follow some people. Yeah. And, you know, like, start from there. I'll, maybe I'll list some, we'll list some people in the description or yeah. in the Twitter, like, some people that you can follow to, for educational purposes, so... And the best way that people can fight racism is just call out people, friends who are saying microaggressive comments about stuff. Like, oh, if I had her skin tone, I wouldn't wear that. Like, stuff like that. Stuff that you might think is just a bit petty, but whatever, is actually, like, pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just call them out. Just say, hey, that's not a nice thing to say about somebody's skin tone. Like... Are you okay? Do you need to talk to somebody? Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, I've, I think I've said this before, but it doesn't have to be like this thing where you're like, no, that is wrong. Don't say that. You're you a racist. Like, hey, actually, that type of stuff is kind of rooted in some r- racist, colorist tropes. So maybe like, don't. Just to let uh, you we're also just be like, oh, just to let you know, this is how, like, where that comes from. Like, I nobody will mind being politely corrected and if they do you don't want to associate with that person anymore yeah yeah and if i found that if you say hey just so you know like this is why we don't do that then they know that i am assuming that it was coming from a place of like ignorance instead of right instead of being like intentionally malicious i was politely corrected the other day about um a comment i made about using the word spectrum to describe people with autism um, or high functioning was what the word term I used. And that's not the term anymore. We don't use that anymore. Yeah. I learned that a few um, weeks ago as well. Yeah. And I was very grateful for that person for, for telling me that because I don't want to be an idiot and sound ignorant. Um, what, what, I wasn't mad. I was embarrassed for like a second, but then I was like, actually I didn't know that. So there's no point being embarrassed. Now I know. Um, 
What was the replacement term that they... Oh, gosh. Now I can't remember. Okay. I was just... Because the one I heard was high support needs and low support needs. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. High support needs and low support needs. Because... Yeah, that's a lot more... It's a lot more... Inclusive. The world should change to help you as opposed to you should change to fit into the way the world is. So... Right. Yeah. Um, But I was very grateful to that person for for telling me that. Yeah. Because otherwise I wouldn't have known. So... We got to learn this shit all the time because... (laughs) education and mental health stuff are constantly uh changing and we need to be aware of it for our students mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay this one's Oof. great okay <laughs> ready to not be angry anymore uh it is a, it's 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 like op didn't do a good thing but it's just so absurd <laughs> that it's you can't help but laugh at it it's a relationship advice post op's 27 his girlfriend's 26 yeah yeah we've had some good age differences today yeah girlfriend is mad because i was on tinder but she's got it all wrong (laughs) (laughs) i read that like (laughs) so basically my girlfriend caught me on tinder and i know that sounds bad but it's all a big misunderstanding let me explain (laughs) a classic ding the bell I'm a UI developer. The company I work for designs mobile apps for other companies, and we were put on this project the other day. It's a big deal, and as such, I wanted to make sure that the end product was executed flawlessly. I decided to do some research in my off time and made a point to download and examine the UI of every app that I could. I wanted to see what worked and what didn't. Social network apps, news apps, banking apps, you name it. I studied them all. And, stupidly, dating apps. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> okay. My girlfriend was using my phone the other day when she noticed that I had downloaded Tinder. She immediately started freaking out. When I finally got a chance to explain that it was for work, she calmed down a bit. But then she opened the app and immediately started crying because I, stupidly, had made a profile. Why? Oh my god, you fucking idiot. (laughs) I explained to her that having an account was a key component of the app we were contracted to develop, so of course I had to make a profile in order to fully evaluate the user mechanics. And it was no different than the accounts I had made for YouTube and Bank of America. She trusts me and knows that I'm serious about my work, so she accepted this explanation until she saw that I, stupidly, had actually matched with some women. Why? It's just getting worse all the time. I admitted to her that it looked bad, but that I was truly trying to evaluate its functionality and my interest in it was strictly professional because if this project goes right, the bonus I could get could change our lives. I wanted to get every perspective I could. At this point, I realized we were barreling toward the cliff and tried to avert disaster by explaining to her that before she opens my inbox, she should know that a chat component is a huge part of the upcoming project and that she can also check my messages to Facebook friends and DoorDash delivery drivers because it was just friendly to them. She wasn't having it at this point and stormed out of my apartment. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I get it looks bad. I realize now that I should have left out the dating apps for my research, but sometimes I take work too seriously for my own good. Is this salvageable? Do you think if I showed her this post, she would understand? Or is her trust broken forever? Dude, you fucked up. (laughs) You absolute moron. (laughs) Edit, I guess it would be relevant to mention she has trust issues from a previous relationship. Oh my god! (laughs) Now there's two options here. Either this guy truly is a moron and did all this stuff and what he's saying here is true. Second option is that he wrote this post to show her later to prove that he was definitely not talking to women, wink, wink, on Tinder, wink, wink. Like, I think he truly is a moron. 
Like, oh my god, this is sick. If, oh my god, if that second one is true. This is sitcom levels of trying to get someone to believe that you weren't cheating on them. I mean, if <laughs> the the only reason why I think he did this because he's a moron and not because he's a cheat is because he was allowing her to use his phone. That's true. Like, if you were really dead serious about using Tinder to find a match, you would not A, allow her to use the phone, B, go any further into the app. <laughs> I think he's just a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I could have, I could imagine, though, him being like, like, oh, shit, she saw Tinder. Oh, shit, she's opening it up. Just being like, I can't say anything and get defensive because then she'll... She'll look further. I couldn't snatch my phone away from her because then, like, then she would get suspicious and want to search it. And it just kind of kept rolling from there. I mean, I guess it depends what the messages were. Like, if he, in the messages he's saying, hey, I'm researching apps for work. Um, I'm not actually trying to match with anybody. I hope you have a more successful day. That's fine. Right. If it's like, hey, Huey, do you want to bang? Hey, can you like... send me a picture for UI research? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, then that's gonna be bad. What a fucking moron. This is the Jesus. funniest. I just like, she's like, now I just want to let you know a Jack component's super important. So like Facebook Messenger or although I'm sure the, I bet you the, uh, the code for that Facebook Messenger app is like a monster at this point. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's so much crap in there. This is the most bloated fucking, yeah. But like, damn. You could, there's so many other, there's meetup or like the ones that are like, you know, uh, there's platonic ones, platonic meetups. What other apps. dating apps did he download to study? Yeah, right? Yeah, if it was just this one, I would be like, mm. <laughs> that's suspicious in and of itself. Because if you're, st if you're studying UI, you don't just look at one, right? You look at multiple. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, UI, by the way, is user interface, if you're not aware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a kind of coding product development term for what people do with it. Uh, okay, so he says in the comments, I admit I didn't tell her at the beginning because I harmlessly wanted to see if I could still get matches. That's oh my God. shady as shit, dude. That's pretty shady. Like, I want to see if I still got it while I'm researching this. Like, essentially, dude, tell her. Yeah, just say, hey, I'm uh, doing some research for this app. I'm going to download Tinder just to, just to see how it works. Like, um... But as soon as I've kind of figured it out, I'm going to delete it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's all it. you need to say. Or, hey, do you want to sit here and do this with me? Like, even that, if if that's, yeah. like, you want to have some Especially fun on Tinder she... as a couple. <laughs> she has trust issues. It's just stupid. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Like, uh, you could yeah. just be honest with people. If there really is an innocent thing that could that could be interpreted poorly, like, it's... Just be honest. And if they get yeah, if, freaked out by that, then that's something else. Or If someone has trust issues, you don't keep shit from them because you're frightened of them being upset. You tell them. Like, that's how they're going to learn to trust you. So the comments section continued the story. Then she found out that I, stupidly, fucked some of these women. But she doesn't understand that the successful follow-through is so important because our app will also conclude with in-person meetings. And I'm just so career-oriented, I had to see it through. <laughs> <laughs> and then fathered several children with several of them because I needed a large enough sample. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. He needs a, someone else said, he needs J-Date, Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, Grinder. Yeah, like, you want, 
you want to have a whole bunch of different kinds, right? You don't just want to have Tinder. Yeah. So, yeah, throw some grinder on there. See how many dudes you can hook up with. <laughs> There's t- yeah, like, like again, if you really wanted to look at the UI for the uh, for other apps, like chat apps, there's like Instagram and Facebook and mm-hmm. and the meetup, the Twitter, like just so many things. There's so many apps that have a chat component. <sighs> yeah, people aren't buying it because he didn't download the app, the dating apps that aren't Tinder. Like also were the other apps still on the phone? Did you still have like 50 different apps just chilling on your phone or was that the only right. one you didn't delete? <laughs> fucking hell this guy yeah so everybody's like yeah we we think that you made this so that everybody could validate you and then you could show the comments to your girlfriend which ex-girlfriend yeah (laughs) uh good times so that was my first dead donkey oh that was very good and the second one enjoyed that is another one about learning learning op is 27 and his girlfriend's 28 Okay. How can I overcome negative feelings about my girlfriend wearing revealing clothes? It stems from seeing nudity as an intimate part of our relationship. Hmm. My reason. Interesting. Yeah. My recent girlfriend wears revealing clothes, and it started to bother me. When I started seeing her swimsuits, which have been more revealing than the bra and panties or lingerie that she wears at home, it really started to bother me. I'm not jealous or concerned about her reaction to other guys hitting on her, so I took t- so I took some time to reflect on why. I think it stems from a form of possessiveness. In my eyes, her being naked for and having sex with me is an intimate part of our relationship, something she does for or with me that differentiates our relationship with other relationships that she has with male friends, strangers, etc. When she wears revealing clothes, it feels counter to that notion, less special, if you will. I would appreciate some advice from other men that have overcome this mindset slash situation. I've seen threads with similar questions where OP was attacked. Please know that I'm asking with the intent to learn. Oh, I think that's a valid question. Yeah. Like, hey, I would like some perspective on how to change my mindset because I know this is unhealthy is a good thing. I think it's also something that people just do have a problem with, like generally, and they just assume that everybody's feeling that way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of, I don't know what advice I would give him. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I wanted to talk about this one because it just, there's a lot of normalization of possessiveness in mm-hmm. our culture or that I've seen kind of an uptick in recently. And it's like, it's important to acknowledge that you can have these feelings. You can't control your feelings, but you can work right. to kind of like rearrange your thinking to help prevent those emotions. Sure. So the top comment says, Not a man, but maybe if you shifted your mindset from jealousy, for example, how dare she reveal what's mine, to admiration, like, damn, not only does she look sexy as fuck, but she's clearly confident and comfortable with her body, (laughs) then you'd feel a lot better about it. You can't control what your girlfriend wears, and nudity does not equal sex. Not that she's fully nude anyway. Embrace what your girlfriend... Embrace that your girlfriend looks amazing in what she's wearing and enjoy the looks other men and women give her, knowing that all they can do is fantasize while you get her all to yourself. Yeah, I think that's probably the healthiest response. It's like, not just, not just, hey, I, this is mine, or like a possessive, but also like, I am happy that she is comfortable in her body. Like, I'm happy for her as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people don't feel comfortable 
in that kind of revealing bikini, right? And I'm trying to think of like a way to put this. I'm having just a lot of thoughts about this that are just spiraling around my brain right now. Mm. And uh, he also said in the comments, I didn't want to bring it up with her yet because I figured her initial reaction would be that I'm trying to control her. I'm not, mm-hmm. but this is something that bothers me. This is helpful for thinking about how to approach a conversation. Thank you. In response to uh, their comment. To be honest, I'm a bit annoyed at myself for being bothered by this because there are definitely more productive things to, for me to dwell on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's kind of the same as we've said before with like the open phone policy Mm-hmm. It's like if you don't trust your partner, then what's the point? Okay, I think I think I have consolidated my thoughts into a single sentence. <laughs> okay, shoot. The clothing is the clothing isn't the issue. The intent is. If she was going out deliberately flirting with people all over them in like the tiniest little clothes possible, then I would get it. But if she's Dressed in a bikini, walking down the beach with you, holding your hand, chatting to you. That's not an issue, right? Just because other people are looking at her doesn't mean she has the intention to act upon it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. I think I managed to consolidate my my thoughts there. Yeah, and I feel like in that case, it's it's not really the clothes, but the clothes are kind of the object of his feelings. Yes. like the He's insecure about... If somebody else sees her looking like this, I'm going to lose her because she's going to want to act upon it immediately. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, being proud and enjoying her and whatever, he's just, he's very frightened that these clothes are going to take her away from him and it's easy to blame the clothes. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a scapegoat almost. That's mm-hmm. not exactly the yeah. right word, but... So in the comment that he was responding to for that one, he says, I think there's uh, the commenter, not him, says, I think there are two sides. Tell her how you feel in a neutral, non-shaming kind of way without the expectation that she will change at all. Also, from your side, I think it is a common and rational reaction. But also your intimacy is from the fact that you care for one another. Sex and nudity is only one aspect of that intimacy. I mean, nudists exist and they deeply love one another and are in committed loving relationships. It's true. Yeah. So I think that's that's helpful to OP. Yeah. To just And I do think no you guys. Well to just rearrange his thinking about the topic. Like, yeah. You can't change your feelings, but you can mm-hmm. rearrange your thoughts, which sounds like unhealthy, but you know, you can think about a situation in a different way in order to prevent those jealous feelings right. from cropping up. Yeah. And it's not it, I'm not going to say it's natural to feel jealous, but jealousy is just an emotion, right? It's not something that is only plaguing you. It's something that people feel and deal with every day. So if you can find good advice about how to deal with jealousy, there's going to be something out there. It's not just you. I think he does really need to think about how he evaluates his position in the relationship too. Mm -hmm. If he thinks that if somebody looks at her they're immediately thinking about sex and she's going to leave him, then he really needs to consider what it is about their relationship, not her clothes, their relationship that makes him think that. And if it's nothing to do with her, he needs to sort himself out. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, figure out if it's something that's just coming from you or if it is coming from like some sort of unhappiness with the relationship or the way that she's kind of acting in 
uh, in these situations? Like, are you right. actually upset about the clothes or like you said, their behavior, the behavior that she's showing when she's wearing those clothes, you know? Yeah. She just likes to look sexy. Just let her look sexy. Yeah. And that's kind of what I learned from like the dress code issue is most of mm -hmm. the time it's not about the clothes. Like it's about the behavior of other people. It's about your mm -hmm. own like uh your own ideas around what equals respect. Like my principal and another person was saying like, well, you know, I ra was raised in a way in a society where you have to take your hat off when you come inside. It's like because that's a show of respect. And I was like, but why? Like, why is that? Why is someone not having a piece of cloth on their head a show of respect to you? Because right. that's just not worth my time to think about. I would rather have a student actually respect me than automatically do an action that they think respect is. Right. So anyway. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's a tough one because like. That was, a, that was a toughie. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people like I said, are kind of normalizing the jealousy aspect. But it's like, you can feel jealous, just don't, like... Don't use it to dictate somebody else's behavior. And also examine why you feel that way. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, my subreddit of the week, let's see... I was trying to find a subreddit kind of related to the Auntie Network because of this week's... Mm-hmm whole deal but we're gonna go with the basic option which is our pro choice yeah and here's the top in case you guys didn't know texas this last week put into effect an abortion restrictive or, or a law restricting abortion to the first i believe six weeks right yeah six weeks before people even know they're pregnant yeah, which is yeah, before the vast majority of people who can who are pregnant know that they're pregnant. That's like 2 weeks after your missed period. Like mm -hmm. and especially if you're someone whose period isn't regular, then it's way before you know. And so the top of all time is mostly memes. <laughs> but um lately they've been having a lot of activist posts or here's what you can do, here's who you can call people. Their sidebar also has a list of podcasts that talk about the modern day quote unquote pro-life movement and how it's really just an attempt to control um, the religious right and get them to vote for people on a, as a single issue vote. Mm -hmm. I recommend the Behind mm -hmm. the Bastards about Jerry Falwell, which is in the sidebar. It really just shows how like before the 60s or 70s, Christians didn't really care about abortion at all. Interesting. Yeah, like it was, I mean, at least in the US, it was more of like a basically trying to get people to ignore literally everything else and just vote on people who said that they're pro-life, which is basically what people are doing now. Like single issue voters are like, oh, you're pro-abortion. I'm not voting for you. So yeah, that's literally all the Republican Party needs to do is be like pro-life. Yay. And then they'll vote for them. Yeah. So yeah, the top posts, apparently um, the Texas abortion snitching website, which was where people could report um, abortion clinics that were doing like quote unquote late term abortions after six weeks. Um, GoDaddy <laughs> stopped hosting them and they went to DigitalOcean and you can now like, it has information on what you can do to get them kicked off of there as well. Also, someone made a uh, 
program that submitted fake reports to that website to to like take it down essentially or make it useless because it has fake reports because you can report on clinics that do abortions so yeah it's uh it's a nightmare hellscape but if you want to do something good today you can help to crash a website that is designed to make people's lives a living hell yeah and there's a lot Um, of trolling activism so that's fun you know (laughs) yeah i'm so it's wild i'm just scrolling through and it mostly is like the top comments are mostly like memes and stuff uh but if you go to the top right now then you can uh then you can see pinned posts on activism and stuff and you can filter by activism too yep yeah it's good um it's a good website a good subreddit rather um and yeah, if you're in Texas, uh, we're behind you. <laughs> um, we, you're not forgotten. We know what's going on and we want to help you out as much as possible. Yeah. And I said on Twitter, and I'll say it here, if you are in Texas and you need to like leave the state to get an abortion, seriously, PM me on or DM me on Twitter. <laughs> It's called PM on, on Reddit. And yeah. you can tell your family you went on a nice vacation to San Diego. And yes. I will put you up and give you transportation and stuff. Take pictures of you on the beach. Yeah, literally. Be like, oh, look, I'll give you all my old um, San Diego Zoo photos so that you can be like, look at it. I saw the tigers and shit. Like, I have so many great. old pictures of the zoo from when I we had lovely time. <laughs> so... Yeah, and I have beach pictures. You can take a couple of you on the beach or like in front of the mission and then be like, okay, the rest is just, I went to the zoo and shit. So seriously, uh, if you need help, my messages are open on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can also message us your heartwarming stories of getting people banned from the gym at are the Hooray. letter you the word serious pod on twitter or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com uh you can tweet me about the inconsistencies of fast and furious physics and science <laughs> um at esme underscore c underscore nose as it knows lots of things uh you can also find us on facebook the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast check out my other podcasts at middle morph on twitter uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I may have something else in the near future that I can link you guys to, but not right now. Ooh. Um, yeah. There we go. That's your teaser. teaser. That's your official uh, teaser. Stay for the tuned. Thing that might happen. <laughs> oh yeah, and I might I might start a Twitch. I don't know. Hell yeah, do it. We're talking about um some old timey video games. Everybody knows about Oregon Trail, but do you know about Amazon Trail? What? Yeah. Amazon Trail radicalized me. (laughs) It's like Oregon Trail, except you go through the Amazon. And I distinctly remember this one section, which is about how Ford, Henry Ford, fucked up the Amazon for rubber and, like, used slave labor and shit. And it was bad. So We need that on a t-shirt. I was radicalized by Amazon Trail. I'll put that on my list of merch for when we get big. (laughs) Hooray! All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.